Impact, International Muslim Public Action Fund. Dear viewers, thank you for tuning in to the Impact Podcast. Today, the founder of Impact, Abdullah Yusufzai, interviews Imam Nahidian. Imam Nahidian is the founder of the Manassas Masjid, located in Manassas, Virginia. The Manassas Masjid is one of the oldest and most reputable masjids in the D.C. metro area and has been recognized both locally and nationally. Today, we ask Imam Nahidian questions about how the youth can contribute to fighting against crisis affecting Muslims globally, as well as how to build interfaith unity amongst the world's religions. Thank you for listening. Assalamu alaikum, Imam Nahidian. How are you doing? Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah, brother Abdullah. How are you doing? Alhamdulillah. Uh, would you like to give an introduction about yourself? About myself, I'm the member of the earth, as you are. We are part of the heaven, as we know what we are. Of course, where we were born, it was not our choice. Mm. But, yes, I was born overseas in Iran. And, uh, of course, we came, I came to this country about 60 years ago, continuously studying. Uh, if I want to talk about myself, of course, it will be the time will be over, so <laughs> we won't catch much. May Allah help us to be what He wants us to be rather than what we want to be. In the meantime, allow me to go ahead and say something about I'm so proud that the young people like you are active on some Islamic issues. Inshallah ta'ala. So who am I? I'm one of your people that give da'a for you and people like you. Thank you very much. Those are very kind words, Imam Nahidian. Would you like to share with us a little bit about the Manassas Masjid and your role? Yeah. Manassas Masjid was established in 1994. And uh, of course, uh, with the help of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the uh, communities, uh, we purchased the uh, buildings and of course we added to it. And it has, it has about 9,600 square feet. MashaAllah. Masjid and uh, also the school. Hmm. So they are both, as I believe, Every masjid should have a school. Every school should have a masjid. Yes. Because education is a part of what we are supposed to do for that education. So if the education is not useful for the people, it is not much of education. Yes. So it was established then, and alhamdulillah, it is expanding. And with the help of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we will uh, uh, have a new groundbreaking in 32 acres, which is six miles away from this masjid, at the farm that you have been. And uh, inshallah, ta'ala, it is 27,000 square feet, and we will establish school and masjid at the same time in that place, inshallah. Inshallah. Uh, Imam Nahidian, inshallah, I'll be asking you two questions if you can share your perspective and thoughts on them. Inshallah. So, the first question I would like to ask you would be about the Muslim Ummah as a whole and in regards to young Muslims. So, in your thought in your belief what can young Muslims do to help with regards to the global crisis affecting Muslims all across the world as an example in Yemen in Palestine Kashmir China what can young Muslims do who may not have a lot of money a lot of resources connections to help fight these crises? first of all as a citizen of the earth we have to separate the world of Islam and Muslim inshallah you do Mm. Islam is complete, but not the Muslim. Like Christ is perfect, but not the Christian. Moses is called Kalimullah, the spokesman of Allah, but not the Jews. Mm. 
So one is perfect, the other one has to be moving towards perfection. The next one is that do we know that the boundaries and borders that it is around the whole global, we put it, not Allah, because earth doesn't make any difference to the earth when it pours the rain to say this is this boundary or that is that boundary. Or Allah forbid when the earthquake comes, when the tsunami comes, it doesn't take the boundaries and borders. It is affecting the whole human race. Therefore, we as a citizen of the earth, as a citizen of the earth, a part of each other, we have to care for each other. For example, you know, my dearest Abdullah, that when you came to this masjid from your house to here, if you had not millions of people, if not billions of people that they are working for you until you get to here. Mm. As soon as you start thinking and getting your clothes on, you know that you are not a tailor, but you have the clothes, you didn't have the factory of making your shoes, you have the shoes, you didn't have the car, every part, part of your car, then finally the road, finally all this. And everything that you have, everybody had worked until you get to here fast. So you are really a part of the whole human race. Woe to me if I say I, me, myself, and separate me from the rest of the humanity. At the same time, that I cannot say I, me, myself, rather versus us, we, where do we live? On the earth that we did not have any choice to build it, to make it, to do nothing whatsoever. Nobody can claim that I made that corner of the earth and that earth is mine. Nobody can claim and say, I'm going to destroy that part of the earth because I don't like it. No. Earth is made by the owner of the earth and we are the tenant of the earth for a short time. Eight years, nine years, a hundred years, how long? Finally, the owner of the earth has given us a direction, a law book, a manual, a contract agreement. It starts with his name, Bismillah ar-Rahman rahim and finishes with your name, Abdullah Nas. Between these two is our contract that what should we do? First of all, I say I, as soon as I say I, I lose us. When I lose us, I lose him too. Human has three words in Quran. Bashar, Nas, and Son. Of course, Bani Adam is all of them together. Bashar as a skeleton, we all look like each other. Nas as the cultural and the color skin and the difference of ethnicities, we are separated from each other. So that is what it is. Insan is a group of creatures that they are in uns, they are interlocked with each other and they belong to each other. And therefore, all of that, Almighty God, Allah Subhanahu is telling us the one is closer to Allah that he has God fearing or taqwa, which of course, as you probably know, the four uh, uh, statement that was given by Ali Karam Allah uh, that first, I know that I am under the control of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. Uh, and then the second part is and then be happy of whatever that I have act upon the Holy Quran and finally readiness for the day that I'm supposed to come to him anyway so all of that if they have within me then I know that I am fearful not to do anything wrong but to do something right based on that what the young people can do young people have the flag of justice and peace in their hand it is coming. I compare myself to this land that I came about 60 years ago, that nobody knew what was Islam. I used to go, um, one of the professors that I had in college in Howard University, uh, once I noticed that if I am going home and coming back, it was winter time, 
uh, I won't make my salad and I miss my class and what should I do? Finally, I decided that I'm going to make salad in the corner of cafeteria next to a Coke machine. And as soon as I noticed that, okay, probably must be like that. And very fast, I'm going to do it. Nobody's going to see it because, you know, people didn't know it. What yeah. is happening to you? Are you crazy? Are you, of course, in that, in those days, there wasn't much of dope, but you know, they, are you? Yeah. So as soon as I got up from the sajda, one of my instructors that, uh, I never forget his name, his name was Professor Rich. He was a tall Afro-American. He put a dime in the machine on those days and picked up a Coke and looked at me and left. The next day that I had class with him, as soon as he walked into the classroom, he says, Nahidian, are you Mohammedism, aren't you? I said, my gosh, look at this man, he's so knowledgeable. Mohammedism. For a while I called myself, I thought that's the way that it is. But today, the whole earth is talking about Islam. Today, yeah. the whole earth is talking about what is the solution to the problem of the whole humanity. Humanity are in crisis. Why? Because they don't want to believe that there's the citizen of the earth, earth without the heaven, is impossible. Earth needs the heaven, earth needs the rain, they need the sun and the moon and the day and the night. If you look at the uh, Surah Araf, of course I don't want to go through many of the Arabic part of it, uh, ayah number, uh, uh, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. but anyway it talks about that, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created the whole universe, they are all obedient until the earth is the earth. And why don't I go ahead and become obedient to Allah? As a part of Quran says, Warka'u, Go ahead, make ruku with those that they are making ruku. Be obedient to those that they are obedient. What are they? The whole universe. Woe to me if I'm not. The crisis of the humanity is I, me, myself. Yeah. My way or highway. No. Yeah. It is our way. Be with each other. When the prophets were told that you are a stupid, that you know, they did, what do they say? You are stupid. I'm going to punch you. I did it. He says, no, I'm not a stupid. I mean, I can't be the answer that they get that لَيْسَدِ سَفَاهَا I am not a stupid I'm a messenger of Allah why can't we go ahead and if somebody calls me a bad name answer him just as original as I'm supposed to be with a peaceful approach very peaceful yeah, that's right otherwise if I'm sad and if I'm mad that means I am not with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Allah never gets mad at me He always says come to me where are you going yeah. don't go that way so, one is the flag of the justice and peace is on your hand. Stay with the people, evaluate the people, that not all of them are equal. Talk to the people according to their understanding of Islam. And if they don't, and if they don't want to understand, what do you say? Salaamu Alaikum, leave, Allah Salaamu, peace, until you come back again and you establish that friendship with them and talking to them. And I'm sure that they are looking forward pretty soon. What is our solution to the problem that we have? What's going to happen to the earth? I'm a part of the earth. I need the other part of the earth. Why are you separating it? Why are you fighting it? And beautifully, Quran, the chapter of 17, ayah 7, if you do good, it come back to you. If you do bad, it come back to you too. Yeah. Good to who? To the rest of the human. To the earth that is not mine. Clean it up. So if I uh, put it the four categories that we are supposed to have, inshallah, I'll stop this one. And the, the first one is, what should we do? We have the co four corner of the Kaaba, the cube that was built by Abraham. Yeah. 
the four corner of that one has a representative of four responsibility that I have it's one of them. one I have a responsibility to myself if I become sick it is your responsibility to take me to doctor yeah if I'm hurt you're supposed to get rid of it that don't just get sick and do something that you're healthy so don't waste other people's time responsibility me to myself and the law of me to myself all of that law is in the Quran what should you drink what should you eat where should you go where should you not go and all of that becomes a part of my living once mm. is responsibility I to myself second one is I to the humanity I'm a part of your humanity I have to use you have to use other humanity in order to live animal of thousand years ago is animal of today but the human of an hour ago is not the human it's advancing because of the others due to the power of pen that Allah has given to the humanity pen the animal don't have a pen what does a pen do all of these books that you see in this library it's the idea of the others that they are gone but they are finished yet because of the power of pen their idea is remaining and I read it and I add on to it yeah record their ideas what is what we call it that's right in sun that we are interlocked with each other we are a ladder to climb to the highest level our ladder is the individual before us and then the third one is environment the environment belongs to all of us cleaning the environment to start with my own room my own house my own furniture setup then my community then the whole earth if I harm the environment I'm harming myself and the others too yeah the final and finally is that my responsibility to my creator Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that be sure that he's watching you be sure that he's hearing you be sure that he knows where you are he knows in our heart and because he created us somebody might ask how do you know that he sees me well if he made the eye on me he's called Basir he's an eye maker so he must be the most seer if he made the ear on me so he must be a Samir the most hearer because if you have the talent of making ear you ear then you are the highest on the ear making so you become all the knowledge and whatever that it is in my possession Allah has the superlative or maximum of that one with me yeah our responsibility is to help each other in any way that we can and the flag of peace and justice is in the hand of the young people like you yourself inshallah inshallah that was a wonderful answer, mashallah. You know, if there were any cloudy areas, go ahead and re-bottle so we can go. Ahead. No, not at all, not at all, alhamdulillah. You know, it's it's important to create this this unity and approach this with a with peace. Inshallah, Imam Nahidian, I will move on to the next question. So, you are known for carrying out, mashallah, a lot of interfaith dialogues, and from your vantage point, what are some things that young Muslims can do? To build unity amongst the different religions the biggest problem that we have is when uh, you're talking about the Christianity you're talking about Jesus you are telling them not your way my way no it is our way Esau Jesus peace be upon him is mentioned in the Holy Quran 32 times and the name of Muhammad sallallahu is mentioned once four times so imagine we are hundred percent follower of Jesus anyway yeah. Woe to me if I disrespect Isa, which is called Ruhullah in Quran. Ruh is the command of Allah, which is called the Spirit, the command of Allah that came to the humanity. 
He is called by Allah, Ruh Allah, the Spirit of God. Therefore, if we accept that whatever Isa salam said is 100% correct, then we are much closer to the Christianity than the Christians are. So, the, in the authentic Christianity. I'm sorry? The authentic Christianity. That is right. Mm. The same thing with the authentic Muslims, which is Islam and Muslim, Christ and Christianity. If we go ahead and many times, of course, when we tell them that Isa, of course, is, is, is a redeemer. Isa is a Lord. Isa is born from Virgin Mary. Isa spoke, of course, they don't have it in the Bible, especially Isa when he spoke when he was in the cradle. They don't have it in the Bible. But when we tell them, they, many times, many of them, tears, they come to their eyes. That that is what it is. Misunderstanding is between us. Yes, the same way that misunderstanding is between Muslims and each other too. They call each other this and that. Yeah. However, uh, allow me to open a parenthesis in here. For example, the biggest issue that we are talking about is the Sunnah of Rasulullah the tradition. Within the tradition of Prophet Muhammad, we have some dispute and differences. Well, what is the Sunnah? As you probably go into the uh, the saying and acting and his contract with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is called Sunnah. How he acted, how he, what did he say, and what was his contract. This is Sunnah. For example, in the Quran, we don't have, we have Salat, 62 times Salat, 67 times Salat. But it doesn't have Ruku, Qiyam, Sujud, Qurrat, none of these things is in there. How do you know? Sunnah. You go to Hajj. Nobody in the Quran says go seven times around the Kaaba, which way you go, seven shaitan, seven pebbles, seven. None of these things is in the yeah. Quran. These are Sunnah. This has to stay. So when we're talking about Quran, Quran, Muhammad, why all Muhammad is a part of each other, which is a Sunnah. And hopefully, when we have to move with each other, we have to talk to each other, we said there are some Sunnah that it is interject into the Islam that may not have been a part of Rasulullah, but somebody else put it in there. Yeah. So this is where our problem is. However, if it is a disputed, what are we going to do? No, your way is wrong. No, 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 no. Just go ahead, be with each other, move together. Don't argue and make it worse. Don't make it worse. Beautiful. That's right. And then say, okay, I agree. This is what you, your aim is, and my aim is. All of our goal is peace and justice on earth. Yeah. If that is the way, let us move together. Finally, the disputes are going to be solved. Finally, we will realize I was wrong. Forgive me and correct me. And I'm glad that you have corrected me this and that and that. So we move together until we reach to the goal. But if we go ahead and argue with each other, that argument, that dispute that we have causes a backup. Shaitan likes it. One of the beautiful hadith that we have, if you enter me into the hellfire, the one that caused me to go into the hellfire and finally shaitan is going to be happy. Yeah. And if you take me into the paradise, those that they help me to go to paradise and this and that, a good moment in, and Rasulullah will be happy. By Allah, I know that you want the happiness of Rasulullah, not the happiness of shaitan. So why don't we go ahead and follow the path of Allah? and keep the happiness of Rasulullah rather than the happiness of Shaitan. Shatana means messing up the right path, the correction. Shaitan is the one that it is messer. Shaitan is only and only a human being, not in the trees and the bottom, and an animal. 
only and only human being. Every time my nafs, my desire moves towards something that is wrong, then that is one shaitan. In the, if I look at the mirror, that is one shaitan. In other words, anything that every time, anything that we do, there is three elements involved. My nafs, my jism, my ruh. Nafs is my desire, jism is my body, ruh is the command of Allah. These three things are involved. Nafs just moves. Nafs once just moves. I desire once, the body moves. And Allah says, should you or shouldn't you? You want to move towards it or you wouldn't? How do I know? The name of the Quran is called Furqan. Differences between yes and no, do or don't do. Yeah. So based on that one, I choose all of my, your question falls into these three categories of nafs, just roof. My desire, my body moves toward that desire. Allah says, should you move or shouldn't you move? And the life of hereafter, kullu nafsin Your desire is under your actions that you have done and you have to answer it. So, you know, just to summarize for the last question, with creating unity between the different religions from a young Muslim perspective, we should build our relationships upon the things that we have in common. Instead of, you know, fighting and... That is what our answer is. People of the book come, let's talk about something that it is common between us. What is common between us? is a lot, is a huge amount of issues that it is common between us. Um, the, one of the uh, things that of course we say, that we are living under the same heavenly order. Yeah. The second thing is that we love Jesus anyway. The third one is that we believe that the Virgin, in fact the chapter 19 of the Quran is Maryam And all of these common things that we talk about, it is a very much, so much of the common is in the red part of the Bible that we can be together, rather than, you sit down, even though we agree that we disagree, fine, yeah. we come back again, the tea was good, wasn't it, okay, the coffee was good, wasn't it, okay, then come back to these common things, and where did this come from? We need to, you know, stop the ignorance. Exactly, right, yeah. the same way that Rasul argued with them. Finally, when they became a little bit upset about this, 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 that, somebody, of course, if it is asleep, it is easy to wake him up. But if it is pretending to be sleeping, then we can't wake him up. Yeah. And so most of these people are really asleep. And we had a lot of, uh, thank God, that never we turn sour when we talk to them regarding the issue. So we have to be tolerant as Quran says. As uh, we have come, there is so much common. Why are we disputing? Or why are you making the people ignorant? The God of the Muslims are different. They call it Allah. Well, if you have a Bible in Arabic, it starts at the beginning, of course, Allah created the creation. Well, so why do you say the Christian that it is Arab, they don't call it God, call it Allah. Or the differences between Allah and Rab. Allah created the whole universe and He's a Rab when He tells them what to do with the universe, how to orbit, what to do. So these are some of the areas that it is in the Bible too, so we can tackle it with them. Hmm. And with the similarities. A lot of similarities. Because there is no differences. There is no differences between all the messengers in their Rasala, in their courage towards Allah subhanahu. The only differences is that some people, and sometimes they couldn't catch 
the idea because the knowledge was low. Today, alhamdulillah, we have the ability to search immediately to find out the answer. So today, completion of the knowledge became to Rasulullah as rahmatan lil alameen. Otherwise, all the prophets, they were for locality, locality, local, localities. When Rasulullah came, for all of humanity. For all humanity. Yeah. That is why your question, the first question goes into the human race. Yes. No boundaries, no borders, part of each other, even though respect each other's law. But if the law is against Islam, against the Quran, with respect to you, I won't follow that one. That is how the messengers. In fact, there is no day. Why Adam, for example, is the same thing as Muhammad? Yes, Adam came only with five, six verses of Quran. Yeah. But the rest of it, Alhamdulillah, is completed in the same path. Whatever that he was given to Adam, to Noah, to Ibrahim, to all the messengers, is the, uh, the adding to the same idea rather than opposing each other's idea. Yeah. Um, inshallah, those are, Alhamdulillah, those are all the questions. So um, let's wrap up the interview, Inshallah. Is there anything else you would like to say? All I want to say that the young people are the future of our Ummah. The young people are the ones that they have put together the flag of La ilaha illallah Muhammad Rasulullah in their mind, in their books, in their Facebooks, in their whatever that they are doing. Please stay with the Quran and the Sunnah and know that the help of Allah is with you. As Allah says, Ya Ardu. He's telling to the earth, Akhdami man khadami, mani wat'adi man khadami. Oh, the earth, be in the service of those that they are in my service and make tired those that they are in your service. In other words, I'm only thinking about, I'm building my houses, I'm doing this, I'm making money, I'm making money. You become tired. Yeah. But this time that you are working for Allah, as you come and you put these things together, this is your work is going to be much more valuable and Allah's help is with you anyway and anybody that it is doing the same thing. So my advice to the young people is, you never get tired by the way of moving together and working with each other, but tiredness is when there is no Allah and rather it is something else. Yeah. Thank you very much, Imam Nahidian. Alhamdulillah. May Allah bless you and may Allah protect you. And if I say something that it was right, it was from Allah. If I was wrong, may Allah forgive me anyway. Thank, Thank you, you very much. Thank you for listening to the Impact Podcast. If you have made it this far, please make sure to check out the links in the description, visit our websites, and follow us on our social media platforms. We would like to once again thank Imam Nahidian for being our guest and hope you stay tuned for our next podcast.